Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. Uh, I'm Dylan. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Jorge, man. Patrick, Fuck. you good, bro? Damn. No. Uh, the show must go on. Pat, Patty boy, what's wrong? What's wrong, Patty boy? Nothing. Don't worry about it. He said, don't fucking worry about it. The show must go on. Hey, guys, it's Mike. Pat. <laughs> like a fucking, like a giant toad. Pat. And Pat. Oh, my God. I saw Bad. that blue cheese. Didn't freaking let him open up his mouth properly. <laughs> Shut up about the blue cheese. <laughs> You're the only one that likes blue cheese. We get the rag on you for liking blue cheese. Maybe we should, wait, wait, which all we, eat ranch. It's fucking wait, farts and sauce. Which <laughs> one, which yeah, one well, maybe blue, I like farts and sauce. What's wrong with blue cheese? I like blue cheese. Me, me, me. <laughs> Fuck you, Pat. Pat. <laughs> He left. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Back, Pat. We'll do it without him. Uh, so what's uh, going on, everybody? You know, it's another week. I think we're recouping from a fun weekend. We went to Spooky Empire last week. Um, uh-huh. Had a blast. Yeah, Met we had some fun. Cool people. Um, Exhausting. It was. I was. I was beat Sunday night. I was like, Ooh, I don't want to do shit. I am sitting on this couch. Yeah. I mean. I, it had a fun time. I can't wait. I mean, we got a glimpse of what um, Dylan's video editing for us today, <laughs> and we posted that to everyone. Uh, we're snacks. That was funny. We're live. We're raw. Um, it's just one of those things. We have, we now do, we, now, we have a new slogan. <laughs> we don't just enjoy <laughs> snacks. We have become snacks. <laughs> we are the fucking snacks. No, we've been snacks for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I feel like we've leveled up the snacks, like double stuffed. <laughs> Listen, bro, we had <laughs> way too many snacks over the weekend. There were so many snack cakes. It was just unreal how many snack cakes there and were. And what sucked was I didn't eat breakfast one day, and all we had to eat <laughs> were fucking bullshit. Oh, fuck you, I got you a granola bar. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You did. I appreciate that. But all it was, all that laid before me was just type two diabetes and like a missing left foot. <laughs> and I was just like, well, players got to eat. So I started eating it. And luckily I got a goddamn something with some nutritional value to it. So thank you. Yeah. Mike. I appreciate that. Oh God. What a, what a wild time. But if you're new to the show, cause you followed us at spooky empire, welcome to the show. This is the, this is it. I hope you weren't in a wedding. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. This is it. You, this is it. You, um, you're getting exactly what you what you thought you were getting. So just, if you met you, us, when, you, you're getting Yeah, you know. Yeah. You saw the snacks on the table, the fucking sign that kept falling down until the second day. Well, yeah, because we wouldn't have it any other way. Well, <laughs> any we, other way. This is how we run our shit, and we will always run our stuff this way. Yeah, that's so fine. There, there was smooth sailing. Not today. <laughs> there was two oh, types no. of people. Oh, there was you two know. types of people. There's the people that hung out and talkers were like, oh, these guys are pretty cool. And then there's the people who were like, dude, grab the snap cakes, don't make eye and contact, run. and leave. <laughs> there was a good amount of, there was a good amount of people that were just like, I'm not, is, are these free? Are these a free snack cake? I'm like, yeah, take what you want. We're and they're just like, I'll take I'll take a Twinkie and I'll take a Opel. <laughs> 
and, and then I'll leave. <laughs> and I'm like, <late>. okay. <laughs> it's going to take one. No. Not one of and, then, and then there was the type of people that were like, hey, do you listen to podcasts? And they're like, no. <laughs> hey, it's fine. We're not for everyone. It's it's totally cool. Yeah, because um, fucking Pat looked like some sort of fucking cyberpunk sleazy street meat vendor. <laughs> it was just like, hey, you watch podcasts? <laughs> Wearing his fucking oh, no. glasses on the inside. Uh, no, we're we're good. See, ya. thanks anyway. <laughs> hey, fuck you too, pal. Uh, bing bong, fuck you. <laughs> like, uh, gabagool, what are fucking. What are you buying? What are you selling? <laughs> yeah, the Gobble himself <laughs> has been fucking up the entire weekend. <laughs> Literally. Um, but no, it was a fucking fun time. We got to meet a lot of cool people. We talked to some people. Um, uh, we 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 found a... I just found a new power of just randomly running at people and asking what they think about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bought a I nice... Like, I bought a nice candle when I was there. A nice candle? I got a shirt. Yeah, I think this company called Dead on Arrival. I want to say I got my new candle too. Let's go, John Wick. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Savior of Dogs. Now it's funny. It's funny because there's an actual wick in the candle. So <laughs> <laughs> it looks great next to my Nicolas Cage candle. Oh, oh, oh gosh. God damn it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's next on the list, George? Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, you know, dude, I was thinking. Uh, DiCaprio is one. Um, I don't know. I kind of want to do Matthew McConaughey. No, no, you got to Benicio del Toro, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> That'd be funny. Um, but yeah, uh, we're saving up. We're gonna do it again in October. They have another Spooky Empire in June, but I think that's too close for me from when I moved to San Francisco. But I mean, doesn't mean you guys are gonna go. It's just I will be there. Mm. Um. Mm. Mm. Um, and then we'll do the big event in October and we'll, we got, we're going to start planning that we're going to have some wild ideas for that, that booth. So yeah, if you met us this month, be prepared because when you come to the new booth, there'll be more snacks. There'll be probably twice we'll as bananas, much apples. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have fruit. <laughs> We're going to be vegan friendly. This yeah, time. that's what y'all think, libtards. We're going to have it all. <laughs> We're going to have all the red state treats. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. But um, we didn't do a show last week. Uh, we were supposed to. We just got busy and kind of dropped the ball. So this episode was supposed to be last Dylan week. Dylan didn't watch the movies. This one. Dylan didn't watch the yeah. movies. <laughs> then we had to Dylan rewatch the, the movies, movies because it's been a week. Um but uh, we it's got a fun week we're in. I'm going to categorize it as week two of our Asian horror uh, movie month since we kind of missed a week. And we'll just kind of go into January with this. Um, but this... Which we're planning this, on doing anyways. Yeah. No rules unscripted. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, Again, te- I mean technically, it is a month's worth of shows. It just doesn't, exactly. it just doesn't come out in the same month. Exactly. I don't know, man. The way I listen to podcasts, that's like at least like one day worth of shows. Jesus. But God, what we're doing? We're doing the wailing and and cure. I keep wanting to say the cure, and then I think of the band, the cure. Yeah. Um, so I'm I've been calling it the try cure. to prevent that. Every time I was searching for this movie, all that would come up were the cure sets, because um, it was a pretty hard film to find on the YouTube to watch until I just typed in cure 1997 and scrolled for a bit. <laughs> that usually does it. 
but Pat, uh, you designed this fucking month for us. So why these two films? Uh, the Wayland because uh, I, it was long, <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> long? And I wanted to torture. I wanted to torture Dylan. And long it was. <laughs> Jesus Christ, was it ever long? Uh, what about Cure? And Why Cure? Cure uh, because last week we did uh, Pulse, Pulse, and same director. And I actually like the Cure, <laughs> but it's yeah, I also wanted nice. to have the discussion of the difference between like uh, a thriller and a horror movie on a mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> but yeah, because it's 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 in genre of horror, but it's not really a horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's more of a suspense thriller, like a like a seven, or um, what's another one? Uh, yeah, you lost your thought, there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it but came no, I and it went. No, I, I get what you're saying because I mean, it doesn't. It when I was watching it, my first initial thought was like, this really isn't a horror movie, f- yeah. at all. Um, it has elements. Kinda, and it has its elements, and we'll get into that. So it depends. Like, what do you want to talk about first, Pat? Do you want to talk about the whaling first? Do you want to talk about the cure let's first? Call, let's talk about the cure first, and then or cure, right. whatever. Yeah, let's so, try uh, hard uh, not to say now. the cure. <laughs> the first, <Yeah>. is, <laughs> the first purge. <laughs> the first. <laughs> um, so this may this movie. I mean, some people may know um, about it. Some others may not know about it because it is uh, late '90s that this came out. Um, as Patrick said, it, it is by the same director who did Pulse in 2001. Um, so that's Kiyoshi Kurosawa. And, you know, this nice this little... This movie plot. wasn't released until 2001, I believe. Really? Yeah. Um, I will say, like, I was trying to find a trailer for it, just get an, get an idea of um, what Cure was going to, you know, kind of give you. And everything I can find would find was just extended clips of the film. Um, but just, you know, the taglines just give you an idea is madness, terror, murder, great taglines. And then the movie is about a wave of gruesome, gruesome murders that are sweeping Tokyo. And the only connection is this bloody X carved into the neck of each of the victims. In each case, the murderer is found near the victim and remembers nothing of the crime. Uh, the detective and a psychologist that are on the case are called in to figure out the connection, but their investigation goes nowhere. An odd young man is arrested near the scene of the latest murder who has a strange effect on everyone who comes in contact with him. The detective starts a series of interrogations to determine the man's connection with the killings. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> it's about right. Yeah. It's like, oh, um, no. no, go ahead, man. Uh, it's like um, playing a game of chess with this movie between the two guys, the detective and the the killer. Or the I, I, yeah, I agree with that. Like at the second half of the movie, because yeah. the beginning, I mean, the first part of this movie is very much like a police series, like type of show or movie where it's just like detective work. Someone's killed. They go around, they go to the crime scene. I mean, there's a lot of crime scenes. Like they visit, they show every crime scene in this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I was watching it and I was just like, wow, this is a slow one. It's, it's very, it's well, I think it's well paced. I think like it gives you, it's not super long. I think it ran like an hour and 52 minutes when I was watching it. Um, yeah. Versus I think, the, I think Pulse was a little paced a little bit better though. 
I do too. I think Pulse, uh, my second viewing on this, at least. Yeah. Well, I I like I I like Pulse more than I like this film. Oh yeah, me too. Um, but I mean, I like I like I like detective shows and movies. So like this, it did pull my interest enough to keep watching it. Yeah, um, that's why I chose these two movies too because it's uh, two detectives. Yeah, because like they both re- they both related to crimes and trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. Shit. It's a good movie. I think I, I like the way some of the shots are done, where especially towards the end, where it's just like these wide open shots of scenery and then like the detectives going into certain buildings. Um, yeah, it confused. has like a it has like a grind to it. It has like a yeah. grid, like a it looks like an old nineties detective movie. Oh yeah, and like the the weird shots of like down the alleys and everything. I mean, I I you can see that it's. The, when you watch this film and you say like you watch Pulse first, you could tell it's by the same director because he does the same yeah. type of shots in both films. Um, he did another movie that we were told to watch. Keep talking. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he, yeah, he has a couple other films, but I don't know. I just think that I had higher expectations for the film. It's not that I didn't yeah. just like it. I don't think I've ever put it on again um, <laughs> to watch it, but I think it's. It's very slow in the beginning, and then it gets weird because then it gets all the supernatural elements to it towards the end, and that's where I think like the story really kind of helps support itself because you're kind of wondering like what the fuck is actually going on in this film until right. they kind of start poaching the idea of oh hypnosis is it hypnosis are these people being under some sort of you know, hypnosis but yeah know. and what would that look like in that type of setting too yeah. That's kind of like why I like the because it, it played off as a mystery, and then kind of was like hypnosis, and I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll just, Listen. I'll just, I'll, I'm in, I'm on for the ride, I guess. Listen, but I am I did, a sucker like, for psychological yeah. horrors. Yeah, exactly. Like, psychological also, thrillers, I, like, I would say. I kind of like that he his like little visions throughout the movie, the detective, at least his visions of his wife killing herself is like. Did we lose a what? Pat's connection is shit. <laughs> Fucking. That's what happens when you record separately in buildings. Um, but I, I get what he's going with this. For like the kind of, like the way that um, the main character, you're having these weird recurring scenes where he's walking into the building and then he sees his dead wife and then she walks to the door. And is like, Oh, are you okay? Um, it's really cool. And I feel like once you start seeing the interactions with, the odd gentleman at that in the film it starts getting weirder because that's where you kind of get that creepy psychological thriller vibe to this because it it becomes an unhealthy obsession yeah and especially because he keeps diving into like the hypnotism and now he's just like diving deep and like the history and if it's possible and he's just like literally just like to the death will do anything it takes to like figure this shit out and then especially once he meets like the crazy guy like the the drifter or whatever it's like it just goes zero to a hundred yeah and that was honestly the saving grace of the movie yeah i agree dylan you've been awfully quiet and I, I, I think i know why because this movie is not good <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why i've been quiet this movie is not just boring but disappointing and i guess if <laughs> i guess i guess if you want to tag me as the guy that you know just recently became okay with watching movies subbed over dubbed and so fucking be it but 
I still have an attention span no matter what kind of movie I'm watching. And what I was watching was just so fucking goddamn boring. And like the whole thing about the guy just constantly being like, who am I? Where am I? Yeah. What is this? And then all of a sudden he snaps out of it and fucking puts a lighter down. And all the next thing you know, some dude shoots his partner in the back and now you got all these things happening and it's just like the dude just keeps going who am i what is this and it's like correct me if i'm wrong but he it's been a play the whole time right yeah what kind of i'm trying to think what do you mean what is he means like it was an act like this guy was just acting this way to 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 get people to turn off their guard i would say he was but how was that not obviously fucking apparent <laughs> the, yeah, like that, very, that was my. There, there is no. There is. He looks like a crazy crackhead. But there is not even a though. crazy he's crackhead. Not really, but not really. He's some sort of fucking. He's not a crazy crackhead. He's a fucking. Uh, he was a university student who was kicked out, mm-hmm. uh, or a professor of sort. He was a professor or a student at a university who was so obsessed with mesmerism that he got kicked down for his extreme uh i don't know if they were experiments or whatever he did that got him kicked out yeah so he got kicked out and now he's just going around mesmering people to fucking kill someone and then probably try to kill themselves or fucking just take the fall i didn't understand and i don't think it ever really explains is why is he able to know things about people it's because he makes he makes them tell them about himself He's always but, like, so no, tell me about yourself. Questions. But no, but before that actually happens, like, okay, so when he, so the, the scene when he's in the clinic, cause he has like a sprained ankle, um, he's talking to the, the doctor and he's talking to her and she's not really talking to him, but he's like, you thought it. And I, I know you, you know, everything that was on the outside is on the, is on the, um, everything that was on the inside is on the outside. That's what he says. And I can, I can see your inside. And, he starts talking about how like you wanted to be a doctor, but everyone thought you weren't, you know, good enough to be a doctor. And then, you know, you, you had, you cut up on a body and you cut them open. Like he knew things that were, that they knew. There was also that scene with when he brings them into the room full of like police chief, I think. And he says that one thing that guy thinks like he never told them this, the guy, he said, this is what you, you think about this. And that's when the guy freaked out. But why does, but why does he tell them to tell the, why does he, why does he go? So tell me about yourself. Well, I think, again, I think, I think, that, I, think I think he, hypnot- I think he hypnotizes people to get that kind of stuff out of them so that mm-hmm. when he does know about them, it seems like he's otherworldly. That's possible. I mean, I, I, I mean, I always thought it was. It. I thought it was just to get them off their guard. I mean, definitely, it has to be one to get them off their guard. Which could be both. I, I mean, it, it could be both. I mean, both could point, serve the if, same purpose. If you think that he knew stuff about him, maybe like instead of like, because like the the movie kind of gives you that perception that it's kind of like random. Yeah, uh, maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it's not. Maybe there was like this like maybe he's higher purpose. Them. Like maybe like yeah, something that maybe he did know get. another plot hole. Yeah, <laughs> he did seem to know a lot about that nurse. You know, that's what that's why I was. They could have been premeditated. Like they were like, it ha- I actually think it had to have been because, like I said, there are things that he says that happened before the hypnosis happens. 
So like in that room when he's when they're in that you know the main conference room and he's talking to like the ten other people in the police uh, building, he's not hit, trying to hypno you know put someone under hypno, hypnotism or mesmerism. He's just talking at that point. I, I don't know. Maybe it's that his he's so good at pe- placing people under mesmerism that all he needs to do is really kind of talk and steer a conversation a certain way. But then right. again. And maybe we're not seeing other conversations take place that's been taken out of the film or we're supposed to use the clues based around the movie to understand that he's pulling information from them that we're not seeing happen and using it against them. I don't know. It's very weird. I couldn't figure it out when I was watching it to be like, how did this guy know that the detective often sees his wife dead? That he's he's been having these dreams or these visions where his wife's killing herself. But Right. Before has like this, the hypnotism actually happened, you know, hmm. does anyone else feel that or no? Am I just? I just don't think it's that. I don't think it's that deep. Yeah, no, it, it may, <laughs> may not be. I mean, like it's one of the again, it's another fucking open to interpretation ending and stuff, which like is yeah. can be good and can be bad. Just like a regular degular ending can be good or bad. But yeah. to me, it's like the guy was just like, uh, you know what, mm, you figure it out. And it's just like, not, not, uh, I don't know if it came from a sense of like actually wanting to do that or just like, or just not having a fleshed out story. But then again, everybody fucking touts this movie is like one of the greatest fucking things to ever fucking happen on the goddamn fucking (laughs) planet. And 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 you know what? This movie came out in 1997 and you know what? I, I will, I looked it up (laughs) and there are so (laughs) many other movies that came out in 1997. I'd rather watch. So, well, go ahead. Fish For fish. example, <laughs> <laughs> Gone example. Fishing with Joe Pesci and Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather watch. I'd rather watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> I'd rather. Damn, I, Damn. and that's a hard one. I'd rather watch Nothing to Lose with Tim Robbins and uh, not Tim Robbins. Fucking uh, no, it's Tim Robbins. Yeah, Tim Robbins and uh, Martin Short. No, Martin. No, fucking yeah. fuck. No, yeah. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. I'm an yeah. idiot. Yeah, I'm reading the list here. There's no picture, so I I get. Speaking confused. of Martin Lawrence, Martin just got put on HBO Max, and I've been watching that for like a week. My end. <laughs> well, you, hey, you know what else came out in '97? Uh, Lost Highway and Perfect Blue. Whoa! Wow. Never seen it. Oh my god! You never seen which one? All that you just said. You've never seen per- <laughs> Pat, all of it. Pat, you've never seen Perfect Blue. Yeah, you have. Yes, <laughs> I can't uh, tell if that's a reassurance. Yes, or like, uh, yeah, but, I've seen it. Pat's more confusing than this fucking movie we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I agree, Dylan. I don't think it's like it should. I don't know. It, I don't think it should be renowned as like this great piece of cinematography that's you know before you know of its time and is all this thing no, especially when he has pulse as a better film. yeah pulse much better absolutely better, better. Than this movie um and I, like i was i was concerned halfway watching it, i was like why did pat make us watch like a police drama i was like why why are we watching this this is i don't feel like this is so we got a discussion and there we go. Get well, this then, movie off the horror list. <laughs> Spawn, yeah. Spawn and Wishmaster both came out in 1997, and this is what you made me watch instead. Ooh, can we do Wishmaster <laughs> soon? No, I agree. no, you can't no. have that because you made me watch this. 
<laughs> Speaking of that, I Wishmaster, yes, because I love those films, but two, yes. I was reading an article on um Planet Terror, and it makes me really want to do the Grindhouse films, uh Death Proof and Planet Terror. Oh, me and Dylan were watching that over the weekend. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I want to do an episode of those two films. We were having I love those movies. Me and Pat were having a very crazy conversation. I forgot what it was about though. <laughs> but it was so but high. it was like it was like re- it was like related to death proof. Yo, me and Pat got stupid high after dinner. <laughs> Which dinner? Oh, the we didn't tell uh, about the pimp grinch. Oh, pimp grinch. Oh no. Oh, oh not the pimp grinch. All right, let's Side finish this review conversation. And get into that. <laughs> oh yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I'm 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 never going to watch this again. I feel like, you know, if you if you're into police movies, like this may be up your alley, but I just don't think it really fits into the genre of horror. Uh it's more or less right. of a thriller to me. And it doesn't have any scares in it. It's not it tries to give off the supernatural bit with bringing mesmer, you know, mesmer into it and being like, "Oh, spirituality and all this kind of stuff." But like it doesn't really use it in the movie except for like the ending and it's not enough to to meet a warrant to be in this genre well i I read an article that was like this is the precursor to the j-horror movement in the 90s and i'm like says who yeah exactly (laughs) like this isn't a horror movie this is not one version's opinion i'll turn it i'll turn it it into a horror movie right now right it's commentary of the monster within us right there we go because they because they even (laughs) mentioned in the movie that he can't make a good person kill nope it's the commentary that monsters can all be within us. Ooh, it's but just like Halloween evil kills. Dies tonight. It's just like <laughs> Halloween kills. Evil dies tonight. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> the commentary of the monster within us all. Is that the fucking commentary to every single fucking horror movie ever? Uh, I mean, God, it's such a no. fucking overplayed bullshit trope. It's like, oh, the worst monster of that all started in 1997 that storyline even like movies <laughs> using that trope you can put that trope in a romantic comedy and like, it would work better that than trope this doesn't just auto- automatically make it a horror movie because it doesn't have to be a horror movie you know what makes a horror movie and i guess that's a really big you know that's a big question that can opens a really big pandora's box but I don't think this is a horror movie. I think this belongs in like m- you know s- mystery thriller drama area. That's a little yeah. Those are like with seven. I was just yeah, getting. I, I was, just, I had, seven I was just getting ready to fucking say that because it's like almost the same thing in a in, in a big way. It's a it's a, an obsessed detective. Uh, going after a unique killer and the killer mm-hmm. the killer seems to have the upper hand uh it's definitely got that uh, and then again like george said I, I was just kidding when i was making fun of him but he's right <laughs> he's right because seven is the same thing we know like the whole concept is pushing someone to a point to you can make Let even even the good person uh, the Joker fucking shit, you know, it's shit like that. You know, we live in a society yeah. shit, <laughs> but oh my god, <laughs> we live in a society. But but the thing evil is, dies tonight. <laughs> but the th- yeah, but the thing is, is that some do it better than others. And if you were to pick between yeah. seven and cure oh, seven, get it's the fuck seven. Out of it's here. seven. <laughs> well, I wasn't defending. This is a good movie. I was just saying. 
No, and no. Jordan, oh no, you, you can like it. You can like it all you want. Yeah, and it's a great. And it's and it, uh, no matter if I make fun of it, doesn't mean it's not valid. I make fun yeah, of valid no, it, things all the time. That, <laughs> that's one hundred percent what this, the the underfindings <laughs> of this movie is is the monster within. But I don't know. I don't. I just don't know how people see this movie as a horror movie. Is they how they categorize it as a horror movie? Because I don't. I one hundred percent agree that it should be alongside Seven and like Law Abiding Citizen. Yeah, uh, it's got some gruesome yeah. kills, but again, that doesn't make it a horror movie. You know, um, the you know the 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 crime scenes are pretty graphic, and it does show that. And I thought that was cool, like the scene where the doctor she goes to the men's restroom and she's fucking like defacing that dude. That was cool as shit. Yeah, and they showed uh, it's just got some enough. Cool little like when it comes to the gore, it's got some cool gore scenes, but that's about it. Right. But would I you mean, consider that like dude, would you consider like Signs of the Lambs? A horror movie. I consider Sons of the Lambs a horror movie because of oh God, because it's fucking oh, horrific. Got him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's, in, it's in a good way. It's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a great movie, but also, I mean, it ha- it does a good sense of creating fear in the viewer. At no point in this movie was I scared of this movie or felt like True. I could. Silence of the uh, Lam- Silence of the Lambs does what this movie doesn't, and that's create a mo- a horror movie villain. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. The, the, this right. this Mia. There's no villain this, in this movie. Yeah. The Miyama, whatever that dude's name was, that was the the mesmerist or whatever. He's not a fucking villain. Like he villain is, icon, right? He, yeah, he is, but like like he is a villain, but not on the fucking story moving level of Anthony like Hopkins. Buffalo Bill or um, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Exactly. I got yeah. you. So. It, it, I got you. Yeah, and, and that's again, why like, I picked hey, this movie so we can have this discussion. <laughs> Damn you, Patrick! Yeah, but the fucking uh, but Patrick <laughs> just wants to see his fight. <laughs> I was Andy. I mean, yeah. I was I'm an a- instigator. I'm like, all right. I was yeah, Andy Dufresne this fucking week, crawling through four miles of fucking sewage to get out of fucking get to get out of Shawshank. I swear to God, I called. Dude, he, he I called Pat. Called me like 15 minutes before the movie was in. He's like, "Do I have to?" I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> I said, "I said, Pat, I'm not gonna finish this movie." He goes, "You have to finish it." Like, didn't give Dude, me a reason. Anger. Didn't give me a reason why. He just said, "You have to finish it." Like he's my boss. <laughs> and I was just like, and I was just like, I don't. I'm not gonna do it. You can't make me. There's no way you can make me. And he goes, "You have to finish it." Like he just kept saying, "You have to finish it. You have to finish it." Amen. <laughs> So I did. Good ending. So I did, (laughs) and I ending at all. And you know what? I should have just lied. I should have just said I finished it and lied, but I didn't do it. (laughs) I mean, oh, you don't think I would have test you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I mean, the ending is pop quiz. Yeah, he he shoots the guy. He's like, "Do you remember now?" And the guy's like, "Eh." And yeah, then he pretty goes much. to the fucking the cafe and eats like nothing like nothing else has happened. And boy got to eat. Then the then the waitress That was kind of weird. What? That he just goes to the the cafe yeah. and eats like nothing yeah. nothing happened because he's he just, trying his hardest to block out everything that has happened involving that man out of his brain. Well, well cuz I think that man made him do the thing that he swore to not do. But here's the thing. What? Who was controlling the waitress in in the end of the movie? The Joker. Because she went and grabbed it's the knife. The Joker. She's, she's, uh, she's I think Christopher Nolan knows the answer to that. Huh? 
I said Christopher Nolan knows the answer to that. I, yeah, I guess. She's going to kill, so, kill them all. I'm sorry, y'all, but this fucking, we live in a society, fucking a fedora wrote the script. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in a Guy Fox mask and a fedora wrote this fucking script. <coughs> remember, remember. <laughs> oh, all right george <laughs> come on george give us a great uh, rating for cure how many faces cutoffs do you give this yeah face uh two x card bodies off. out of five you know we could have went with x's on x x x's in the bodies but you know x carved bodies yeah yeah i agree with that score i wouldn't give it anything higher than that that's no you guys you watch it you know you tell us what you think matter of fact I'll do a fucking poll when we post this episode to see what you guys think of Cure and if you liked it. And if you Honestly, like it, Mike has the power now. And if you don't like it, tell us why you don't like it. And here's seen the, it. And I'm gonna throw this in here too because I noticed it. If you if you had a, a Blu-ray copy of Pulse and this movie and played them simultaneously back to back, you don't you wouldn't know you were watching a different movie. It's That's literally filmed the same exact way. Yeah. Even like that, even the creepy music when something with a lot of tensions about to happen, they do that in both movies. Very, uh, like, I don't know, like dirty atmosphere in a way, very gritty. And it it, is like a grid. There's no music in there's no music in cure except for the beginning and the end. But there's, and there's, and that was another thing that kind of kept me uh, like made it hard for me to watch no fucking music just these fucking dumbos fucking having conversations back and forth and then someone walks in a bathroom and this uh fucking chick is peeling a dude's face off okay <laughs> all right is this where it's supposed to get good what well it never, it, after that it was just like uh, okay over don't care can anymore. we talk about the fact that they paid for all this you know special effects right so the the scene in the beginning of the movie where they like he beats her with the pipe the defacing all this shit and then the cop who blows, like, shoots the guy in the back of the head, like, point blank range. There's not one blood splatter. Too expensive, like, man. Too expensive. You, well, come on. We the, couldn't get that that one scene. That dude, get. that they had good, the bad, and the ugly budget where it's like you get shot and you just go, <laughs> oh, and that's it. There's no blood. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's guys, watch it. If you don't, don't watch it. Who cares? Who are we to tell you what to watch? I watch, watch it once you, and don't think about it ever. And um, I didn't have a great time. Watch it. Not as much as I had fun watching the next movie we were going to talk about because I did have fun watching this movie. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> he just doesn't like reading and that's watching not it, it at all. That's not it. I like this. I like this movie more than care. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. So the next step in the right direction. The Wailing is a um, <laughs> South Korean horror film that came out. Um, I, I, it says 2016, but I'm going to say that it probably came out a year uh, earlier before that, before it actually came to the States, probably, because that typically does happen. Um, it was directed by Na Hung Jin, uh, who also did the screenplay for it. And uh, in this fucking two hour and 36 minute movie, Thanks, um, in a small village in South Korea, police officer Jung-gu investigates bizarre murders caused by a mysterious disease. 
His partner relays gossip that a Japanese stranger who lives in the secluded house in the mountains would be an evil spirit resembles for the uh, is responsible for the illness. Excuse me. Um, John Gu decides to visit the stranger along with his partner and a young priest who speaks Japanese. They find an altar with a goat head, pictures on the walls of the infected people that died, and an attacking guard dog that prevents their departure until the, until the stranger arrives. And that's all it goes into. But there's so much more that happens in this <laughs> fucking movie. It feels like there. I watched a fucking season of a show. I love that, <laughs> Dylan. <laughs> Oh man, god damn it. You know what though? This friendly this friendly little ghoul. That motherfucker was cool. That was a cool um special effects moment in the film. It was. I, I just say. think it's funny to happen. Yeah. Just peeping over. Um just peeping if over. people could see it, it would make sense. Hey. Uh, I mean I may I may post this on the, the YouTube. We'll see. I, I've been recording them. I just haven't been posting them. So uh, I don't know if people want to see our faces. They may just they like do. They really do. They do. I promise. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> might break a few monitors, but right. Do. I I like this film. It is long, but I think, in my opinion, that it does do a good job at pacing the events. There are some some parts of this the film I'm like, this could have been cut, or do we really need to see this? Um, but for the most part, I right. enjoyed it from start to finish. A lot of that think, movie could have been uh, cut during out during the the seance with the shaman which one the first one or the second one the first one Mm -hmm. where the where he breaks the uh the bowl of uh soy sauce and he finds the crow in there oh yeah that was sick i think that's an accurate uh shaman uh ritual that does have like it's that's what actually happens like that's the dance that they do and stuff Mm -hmm. i think that's accurate for what i I read a lot of an article I actually think a lot of the ritualistic things that they did were probably well researched within the South Korean like culture, because yeah. a lot of it felt like very symbolic and very re- religious. So if I felt like they mm-hmm. probably did pull a lot of that that kind of context for the movie, um, I mean, now with that uh, a spoiler alert, that seance always. is to uh, is to. <laughs> is to break the uh, protection barrier in that uh, little uh, house. Because, oh. you know, in the movie, that shaman is in cahoots with the with the devil. So when he breaks the the bowl of soy sauce that has a crow in it, that's actually a protection uh, ritual that he... Oh, okay. Well, the more you fucking know... Yeah. Well, we should so kind, of, well, we should kind of set up what this movie really is about. breaking... Yeah. Well, what is it about, Dylan? Yeah. I don't you know. It up. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, honestly, honestly, I, I I was watching it and it's it's I was like, this is so long. It's almost three <laughs> hours and it's just very very grueling. But a lot of it is very. I, if you could, if you would have cut fifty minutes out of this movie. <laughs> And like, I would have been great with that because then it's two hours and you're like, okay, I'm just, I'm just not like a super long movie kind of guy. I'm kind of getting out. Like, yeah, I'm not like an all day festival kind of guy. I'm not a really long movie kind of guy. I'm over here, like play the, the extended cut version of the Lord of the Rings. That's different. That's what I just watched the other day too. That's if different. You want the truth, That's I Lord fell of the asleep Rings. and had to watch this a second time. That's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. I took I took an intermission. I took a nap and I said, Oh shit, I gotta go back. I don't know what the fuck happened. 
yeah that's lord of the rings that's not this <laughs> it's no, no. very different <laughs> once a once a much 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 better movie um <laughs> but i the one thing i kind of picked up on after kind of pondering on it for a little bit is it's a really really good adaptation of a if it if it's real or not a south mm-hmm. korean folklore tale Mm-hmm, it's right. very it's very like not like brothers grim but it's kind of like it's just got this really cool urban legend like mythical fairy tale type deal to it where i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna explain this the best way i can but i watched it one time last night and i was very high and i'm high now so here we go uh basically all the time <laughs> well not all the time uh i wish it was Um, anyway uh basically this uh there's a father with his mother his wife and a child and mm -hmm. basically people start in the village these people um start uh getting sick and committing heinous acts and murders and whatnot and they basically just become catatonic and this has happened this all started happening around a time uh, this japanese man showed up to town so there's right. there's a mysterious japanese man in a korean town and everyone's kind of like uh they're playing it off at first but things start to happen to where it's not so much more of a coincidence uh basically they find in the japanese man's hut uh a uh, a shrine with a bunch of belongings one of the belongings is um his uh the uh the father's daughter's shoe just one of yes, the shoes right. not both so he's now thinking to himself okay how did he get this shoe how did does she know who this person is this that and the other she's starting to act a little different um yeah, what's when he up confronts with her she freaks out on him yeah mm-hmm. she freaks the fuck out on him like <laughs> yeah. straight up is you talking about this? This is the scene. Are you talking about this part of the movie is where he's in her room at night looking yeah. through her stuff? And yeah, yeah, and then he lifts her skirt up because she's got a rash on her thing, and she's like, "Oh, you look yeah, it up your you, that, yeah." You and know, she's like, "You look it up your daughter's that. skirt, you pervert," and like yeah. just starts cursing at him like a fucking fucking Massachusetts roofer in the middle of summer, <laughs> like just going nuts. <laughs> and so basically, it all comes down to there's a ghost woman who is supposedly i don't know if they know if she's good or bad but there's the old woman who works with the shaman and the air and they think the shaman is going to drive away uh the bad spirit which is the japanese guy is going to drive anything away from that and the shaman was doing a death spell because he wanted you know basically a cover to kill that guy but basically the death spell the death hex was uh to remove the protection was that was that what it was for right yeah Correct. but all and uh <laughs> pat can you explain the ending a little bit better than i could probably he's, he's like thinking spot. i mean so the ending so you have the you have this is at the point where in the movie where it's raining outside they shit's gone south completely they think they've killed the old man but that's not the case and the shaman that they hired for like ten thousand dollars or whatever currency they were using in the film um is on his way driving back he has all of his belongings in the car and the he the detective encounters the woman spirit whoever 
and mm-hmm. she's convincing him that she, well he's no. he encountered her before yeah well yeah, yeah. he you encountered her before he encountered she, her before yeah. in the one house that caught on fire where the lady was stabbed to death and she planned um, she had like a thing yeah, that she's she showed rocks the, at him yeah. Throwing rocks at him. Yeah, and she pretty uh, much put him on a trail towards something. So this is where it gets very folklory and very old yeah. taleish. It gets to the point where it's like you're that dude is seen as the hero and yeah. his daughter is seen as like maybe like the sleeping princess, but like she's possessed. And cuz anyone that's got these boils on their necks have been marked and they're pretty much possessed and mm-hmm at any moment will go super feral and freak the fuck out. And, but what I don't get is there was a scene because it is, should we go ahead and say how it ends? Just so like spoilers or I mean, bro. Yeah. This whole show is a dang spoiler. Yeah. True. Um, basically, uh, the ghost, the woman's a ghost. The, uh, man is a demon and the Japanese guy was trying to protect them. Correct. That's the whole thing. Now, if he was trying to well, protect, no, 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 the old man is the devil. No, no, right. no. There's two old men. No, no, no. There's no, not. It's just oh, the is Japanese that Japanese guy. guy, the same guy crawling around in the woods? Yeah. Eating flesh? Yes. Okay. He's y'all. actually, so the movie does, the movie sets it up. <laughs> it's a bad movie but here we are we're fucking all confused listen um the i movie thought it was the same it guy it's one it's like the japanese man is bad 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 he's evil he's the reason for all these things happening to us and in at us as the viewer like fuck he has to be bad because everywhere everywhere he goes or interacts with one is where something happens where people are brutally murdered hung set on fire etc and then later on in the movie, we see the woman who there's a conversation that takes place where she's uh, is becomes the bad one where we once saw her maybe as a protective spirit um, where I think this is where the one shaman, the one who breaks the protection curse uh, was like, no, she's OK. She may try to help us. No, I'm thinking that wrong. It's a demon Pardon? transaction. The shaman and the demon or the devil are together. The old man are in, cahoo- are yeah. in cahoots together. Cahoots. So there was the lady a where- has been good the whole time. She's exactly. the one that sets the protection spells. Yeah, exactly. That. So the movie sets up to where we think the woman's bad. The old man's bad. Then right. we think the woman's bad because the detective is being influenced by the shaman he hired that. No, no, no. That woman's spirit is bad. Um. And then we have the switch where at towards the end of the movie, we're like, we start understanding like, no, holy shit. She's actually good. She's the one trying to protect them. And the old man is actually evil. And that's when we see towards the end when he starts showing his true form. Right. To when the, when the preacher the, uh, goes in. Yeah. And the, and the yeah. guy, and he looks, yeah, the guy goes, just show me your true form and I'll leave. And that old guy just goes, whatever, what makes you think I'll let you leave? And that part is <laughs> that part is is pretty fucked up. And also, uh, definitely like, okay, I, I really do think my problem with this movie is the length because mm-hmm. it does. We we may come off as confused to the audience listening, but we all actually do understand the basic principles of the yes. of the story itself. And whether we kind of got different interpretations or whatnot, and uh, maybe some characters mixed up 
<laughs> one of us thought there was two different. Bro, it's, it's a long movie, so like, it, like if you're it's not very jarring, like jotting things down, you are gonna forget. I didn't jot anything mean, down. That's so that's, much happens in this movie. Yeah, I mean, normally like, I jot things down, and this time I didn't. Talk, like think about like the fact that when they go back to the Japanese man's uh, house, and I'm a, he was it him or her resurrecting the dead? It was that's what I couldn't figure. It out. was him. It was him. So the dead, the dead guy in the car. Zombies in this movie. Yeah, the dead guy in the car. They don't die with the smash of the brain. <laughs> oh my god! The I I love the this movie for those little the, those things that it does because like the zombie was well done, and it was it took thirty men to kill it pretty much because, because no one could, everyone was so scared it was such a normal reaction to seeing this realistic happen. yeah like no one is gonna be like. I'm going to kill this thing. It's like they would try and then they would turn and they would just scream in fear and, you know, almost get attacked. And that one guy got his cheek. The damn zombie had a rake in its head and still went on to <laughs> yeah. kill them. That was there great. was no, there was no normal zombie uh, rules applied here because they definitely hit that thing in the head a lot. It was not going down. No. Um, but I, I, I like those scenes of events. Like I don't, I don't think I would want that taken out of the film because like it's, the part where like the dad and the villagers come together, they're tired of this. They're going to kill this man They They need to kill this man to save themselves and save their families. Right. And it's just right. like, a, at this point, the movie just fucking like spirals into this dark, weird fantasy world where, you know, things are being risen from the dead. They fucking, they're driving down the mountain in the rain, hauling ass and then they they almost wreck throwing someone off the truck someone was was butchered by that uh that that extreme driving that took place and they hit the old man with the truck and throw him off the ledge thinking he's dead and then to find out that yeah, shocker fuck him. you can't fucking kill him <laughs> no yeah that final that final scene where they're in the cavern and he slowly starts to transform into his true form and he has the camera and he's taking photos and he looks like uh, he. Oh, I didn't he, think that till he looks like a, a like a prosthetic puppet from like the Gary Oldman Dracula. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, I think he I, takes a picture of the people that he like takes the souls of and shit like that. Mm -hmm. That's my interpretation of why he takes pictures. I yeah. think so too. I think it's a fun way I mean, of him capturing. I mean, he kind of does because that's what was in the room in his house. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, I mean, it makes sense because when cameras were first invented, a lot of people thought before they understood the technology that you could, you could steal your soul. Um, yep. So I, I, I love that ending, that transition where he's slowly turning into his form. And I'm, I remember texting Pat. I'm like, yo, was this dude the fucking devil? <laughs> yeah. He was, he was, he those red eyes. Yeah. He's like supposed to be like the devil. <laughs> love yeah. that. Which makes it even, which makes it even more folklore. Cause it's like, the devil let's just go with like every folklore thing was like let's just go with the devil devil that that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be the antagonist of the story that we're going to tell is yeah. the devil so um i don't did the what did the ghost have to do with the devil thing like the ghost woman like how was she in all of this she was the person she was the spirit that was trying to Keep them away from the devil. She was a ghost spirit trying yeah. to save. She was the day. a good ghost. Good ghost. <laughs> so in so in this good cheeks. So in this story. <laughs> so in this story, it's pretty common, you know, ghosts. 
I guess because if if they're coming at it from like a, a Japanese mythology perspective, like or no, a South Korean, uh, South, South Korean. Korean, yeah, or uh, just Korean in general, yeah, like like mytho- like mythological perspective, then I guess I don't know. I don't. I've I've never really studied how they uh, perceive and like how uh, like ghosts in their culture and stuff. So mm-hmm. um, very I, I, honestly, if it was shorter, I'd like it a lot more. But it's it, but it's a cool story. It's done well shot great directed yeah, well yeah, it's beautifully no shot. the yeah. shots in this film are ridiculous the uh ceremony scene like the 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 big ceremony that he does um right. actor uh young min hawang filmed for 15 minutes without a break it's like it's just one long scene yeah Damn. like the man did all of that without stopping and it's very oh, intense yeah. the driving yeah, of the, the nails Yo. was very yeah. intense or the first shot of uh them showing like a zombie uh, the first crime scene where the guy just uh, has all the marks on him and has like his eyes are just pure white. Yeah. And like, that's like the first like imagery you get of like what you're getting into with this movie. I'm like, f- when I first watched it, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is what I want. Let's go. Yeah. No, I liked it. I, I did like it. Yeah. I liked it more than when I watched it. It had, I, I've really let, I've decided that I'm gonna let things sit overnight. Uh, cure. Yeah. There's no coming back. I mean, whatever i know i know what <laughs> i'm getting no, nothing's, no nothing's, nothing's gonna line. change nothing's <laughs> gonna change but i didn't post my letterbox score for whaling last night because i wanted to sit on it and now i'm like i can i can give it a better score maybe not much of a better score but i can give it right. a better one Listen, um, this movie has everything it has zombies it has exorcism it got the fucking devil bro it has ghosts but the thing is it's got Dylan, you were you were correct i mean like and i picked them up on it i picked on it too like the folklore things and that's because um Many of the themes in this movie are, you know, the common things that we've seen on, but everything is heavily, heavily based on folk religion, uh, religions in Korea. So a lot of the story, the characters, so the spirit, this devil character, right? Um, the the disease is a part of Korean folklore. Yeah. And I tried to do like a quick search and I wanted to search this up before I actually like we did the show, but I just got uh, lost in time to find like where um where the myths lie and there's these things called dokabi which are like korean goblins yeah because it's it's got like a goblin it's a small yeah, and i think that's kind of what this is pulling from yeah um because they're legendary creatures from korean mythology myth folklore known as korean goblins or na- nature de- nature deities or spirits possessing extraordinary powers and abilities that are used to interact with humans at times playing tricks on them and at times helping them um so i'm wondering if maybe um they pulled some of this folklore into the film and uh and that's kind of where we get the you know the this devil character and the spirit character so they're playing tricks on them they're helping them well i mean Um, those those ones sound a little bit more mischievous this dude's a fucking mm -hmm. asshole (laughs) this guy's a fucking piece of shit yeah he's an asshole Oh my god! I mean, also, like, did you guys? Well, I think one of the things I really liked about this film was like the skull, like berry flowers that were near all the scenes of murder and shit. That was so cool, and like, yeah. I, I like the ending how it kind of showed us change into one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also just like the special effects in this movie. I think they did a great job. Like the first scene where um, he gets called to the murder down down by his house, and it's just like a fucking bloodbath yeah i mean like it was brutal and the one guy's out there screaming all the crime scenes kind of look the same yeah they look like animal dens 
Yeah. It's like, fucked up. Fuck? Yeah. Um, and then um, I like that, you know, they're already kind of fucked up. The one guy's feeding into the detectives, like paranoia as he's reading like a manga. And he's like, well, so-and-so is talking about this, 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 the Japanese man in the forest, blah, 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 this. And it's kind of, that's where you first get this. You start giving that little sense of, oh, there's a character that we may need to watch out for. And then the naked woman appears. And then right. we find out that part that the naked woman of the night before is the woman who was in the house fire the next day. And it's just weird. Like this movie does a lot of weird things and it has a lot of moving parts. There's think, trails to follow though. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, I think this one does a really good job of making sure like, even though it is long, it does a pretty okay job of making sure you're still like grasped as a viewer. Yeah. Because like it kind of trails like the, like the talking like scenes where they're just talking about things and, they lag and lag, but also it's like hardcore, fast pace, like shit going down. And then, you know, it goes back to a slower pace, but then it goes high fast. And I think it's a roller coaster. Yeah. I think the director did um, a great job of like, really like, like you draw like a roller coaster, like getting us like our highs and we need them to bring it as low to kind of get comfortable. Yeah. But roller- just like <laughs> ramp it back up. But what roller coaster do you know is two hours, <laughs> almost three hours well, long? Of course, it's I wish they were all two hours. Eventually, we you want to get die. the fuck off the roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but uh, like like you were saying, Mike, that's like one of the great parts of the movie is like they almost made you sympathize for the Japanese man. A lot of parts of this movie, oh, well, they were like not they were like already pointing in that direction. We're like, oh, the Japanese man, the Japanese man. You're like, oh, the Japanese man. And it's I'm like, the have you seen point. that he was in? You were just like, yeah. oh, I can't be the Japanese man. He's just a sweet old guy. Now fuck him. He's the devil. Yeah, no, yeah, I, knew, I, mean, I knew that dude was fucked up since the jump. <laughs> they did not know. Uh, to me, yeah, was, both these movies that we watched are kind of predictable where you would think that like, oh, there's some sort of super high end, highbrow twist at the end. And it's like, no, uh, what you thought was happening is is what is happening. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree with that. I definitely agree. I don't think either of these movies try to outsmart anyone who was watching or tried to like keep things from someone. It was very clear cut. What was happening as long as you paid attention, right? Sure. Not so much. You can kind of pick it apart, but the whaling, I do think you had to pay attention to some extent to understand certain key characters that play a lot of uh, important parts for the film. Oh, it's easy to get lost in the whaling for sure. Yeah. If you, if you walk away, you miss something. You're like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Why is this little girl screaming, cursing at her father, like a fucking sailor? Like yeah. what's going on? Like, um, you know, I I just love the screaming. Like he just falls and screams. I think he's the funniest character because yeah. he's not this like chauvinistic tough guy. He's like he he. <laughs> the lady starts chasing him at the house fire, and he just Did you see? Did you see Parasite? I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Fuck. I don't know why it took me a second to realize. Bad is it? I didn't hear what you said. So is that him for real? Oh no, it is him. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, fuck. Who is he playing? Parasite. Is he the? He's the uh, dad. He's the right? dad. Isn't yeah, he's the dad. I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Parasite. I know. I think, film. dude, his character was a little bit too much. I think it took from like the whole like seriousness, like eeriness of the movie, was just yeah. almost like like over like overdone like comedic relief. Like in some parts, it was really cool. Like when he got attacked. Yeah, oh, yeah. it was like there was, was really um, just a week, like had no deal with be, being a part of this whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. And there was an article saying that the it, it was like analyzing the movie that he's kind of like 
supposed to represent all of the seven deadly sins as a person? I don't know. Jesus. Well, yeah, that's what it was. Like a- it was. It was his sins that like led to the breaking of like the protection. It's the rooster. She told him to sit. She said, she said, don't until- go until the third rooster crows. Yep. And he yep. went after the second one. Yeah. And that was then his whole family fucking died. And fucking brutally. Yeah. Oh my god, the eating scenes in this movie so gross. The little, the little girl didn't die. No, no. Yeah. But I mean she like, had some demons though. That girl was possessed. But I mean like when she comes and starts eating, it's just like so grotesque. It's disgusting, yeah. That's like an animal is eating. Yeah. Yeah, very unsettling. This movie does a good job of unsettling you in certain ways. Not in a super uh, gross way either, which is what I like. Yeah. Yeah. I do appreciate too that they did the whole like little like slow crawl towards the camera with the freaking hands again over the rock. Yeah, scary. Like, uh, that fucked me up. That like really pulls, I was like, I was like, I literally watched it. I was like, oh, poor Dylan. I hope he's okay. That fucked me up. <laughs> yeah, that's two weeks in a row now. Yeah, that that kind um, of shit. Oof, God, that's just so fucking. That's what nightmares are made of for me, man. <laughs> um, anything else in this? I mean, this movie's a fun one. I think like it's on Shutter. So if you have Shutter. Um, give it a watch. I think it's a fun. It, it can be a fun watch. It, it is long, so I mean, like prepare. Both to are watch. Wor- both are worth watching. I would say take Wailing, a nap before you watch it. Yeah, yeah. Wailing more so than Cure, but they're, yeah, you, definitely. Yeah, because just because I like it, I don't like it. Doesn't have mean a lot of won't. snacks ready. A lot of snacks. Mm. Yeah. So many snacks. Oh, yeah. what you guys eat? I didn't have any snacks. I didn't. I, had- I, I got to order groceries. Oh my god! You poor soul. I had popcorn. <laughs> I had uh, a choco rama, which is like a Colombian cake that's down here that's readily available. Uh, I think that was it. I think I just had popcorn and that like, chocolate cake. Both times I had a sandwich. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think I had uh, for the Wayland. I had a pub sub. Oh, is it Jira, chicken tendy pub uh, sub? Just a Reuben chicken tendy pub sub. Of course it is. Of course. Oh, it is. Of fuck course yeah! Oh, well, that's the one thing no. I'm, gonna I'm not going to disappoint my. I'm not going to point. <laughs> what, Listen, what kind of you know what the ultimate? You know what the ultimate snack is right now? The freaking smart food popcorn with the crap Captain Crunch berries. It's part of that. <laughs> I have not had that. No. You have not had that. It's a smart. It's popcorn with the Captain Crunch berries. I've it had- is the greatest snack. I've ever had in my life. I've had the cheddar caramel smart food mix. That one's really fucking good. Oh, I saw that one today at Walmart. It's really uh, good. So we we do we're really big on stockings when it comes to Christmas time, and my wife always goes all out when it comes to stockings. And wife. we have been pine. <laughs> who fucking did it? God damn it! Who <laughs> do you think did it? It's me every time. God damn it! Um, <laughs> he snuck it in no, there. There's this popcorn company called Poppy. And she buys me popcorn from them all the time, and she got me a pack, and it's like holiday edition, and I eat it, but I can't. Hell yeah, I'm shed. Does anyone what know? You guys eat for Spider Man? I don't know. If I can get a overpriced ticket. popcorn. No. Oh, oh you don't bring your own snacks. <laughs> You're that oh yeah, what guy. the fuck? No. Yeah. If, oh, oh okay. Target and buy me Listen, a dollar pack of milk. I got candy in my pocket already. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. When I when me and Mike went to go see Dune. <laughs> He threw chocolate at me. <laughs> He's like, "Here, buddy." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I had uh, I can't remember what I had uh, when I, I it was some like chocolate we bought, but was it lint? Yeah, Did it I buy, like, like lint truffles. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Wow. 
He was sitting behind me. He just gives me a bag. Oh, of no, 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 no. Oh, no, I remember now. No, dude, at Target, um, they have this fucking this new brand of like candy that they do. And it is dark, cho- dark chocolate with sea salt, but it has caramel in the middle. Yeah, it's a Ghirardelli. I'll, that's what it was. No, 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 but it's not Ghirardelli. <laughs> oh, there. I'll, I'll send a pic in the group chat of what it looks like because it is next level. Because I... it's like the Ghirardelli, but it's it's I it's I like it better. Walgreens had two there for five Ghirardellis the other day, so I watched. Well, you can't go wrong with a two for five. Let me tell you something, Let me tell you something, brother. You can't go wrong with the two for five at the Walgreens on the Ghirardelli chocolates. Okay, you just fucking can't. I had that there day on there, and you give me dry butt. I had me a dirt chocolate. Back to the dry butt. I had me a dirt chocolate with a little bit of raspberry. It was good. <laughs> no, but yeah, we just lost all. Of- <laughs> I basically, I basically held onto it like a koala bear, <laughs> just like a two-pound bar. <laughs> I just sat there and went, "Well, there's only." I ate half of it and went, "Well, there's only one half left," and then finished that. Uh, but it was great. Yeah, it was, it. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, all I'm, right, George, give it the score. Oh, dude. Give it the score, whore. Uh, Give it the score. Uh, four, four possessed Japanese men out of five. Four? Four? Four. four. Okay. Only, right. I wouldn't Maybe. say like a three, 3.5. See, I almost gave it a three, but also there's so much in this. There, there, there is so much in this movie um, that there, there's bound to be something that you can pull out of it that you're like okay this kind of made it a little bit better than no. okay see i that's all good and dandy but you cannot do four out of five possessed japanese men because he was never possessed and he's not japanese wait who who are you referencing as the the uh, the, 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 the possessed devil. man <laughs> it is uh, four out of five legit devils <laughs> yes legit devils i guess because he's not possessed. He's literally the devil. He's a Korean goblin demon. He's the gabagool. <laughs> no, the gabagool is, 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 in this, is in this podcast right now. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Um, but yeah, guys, watch this next week. Oh, boy, do we have a show for next week. Um, I'm not happy about it. Next week is, in parentheses, all gore, no chill. Because uh, we will be watching Tokyo Gore Police and Tetsu Iron Man Audition. Please, people, if you've never watched these films, do <laughs> oh, some research before you watch them because they're tasty and intense. Like camping. Yeah. I had no I had no influence. Said, I'm done. I had no influence. <laughs> Um, in any of these picks so whatever i'm watching i've never seen it <laughs> we are and, at the mercy of patrick yeah, yeah just so y'all know uh if you don't like these movies <laughs> i didn't pick them yeah that's <laughs> okay. true if you don't like them i didn't you blame can, patrick <laughs> yeah, you, you, you blame the gabagool on that the one gabagool his goddamn self yeah i think once we finish asian horror month um i do want to do we'll probably have to do screen because screen will oh, probably be out by then Oh, um, oh real quick, guys, uh, just because you're saying January stuff, uh, the black phone got pushed back four months. Ooh. So now it's not coming out till June. 
Ooh, okay. Be summer release. Yeah. That's not bad. I mean, that I mean that sucks. I really wanted to watch it, but that's fine. Listen, if they need more time to make it right, sure, take exactly, all the time, exactly. That or maybe um, maybe the trailer did better than they thought, and they're gonna want to do it more in like a summer re-shots. blockbuster. Yeah. Thing. Well, no, it did. I mean, it, it was at film festivals, and I think it was it got a huge. Uh, not yeah, it did. The Beyond Fest out in Texas, I think. Yeah, uh, showed it, and it got a. Huge audience response. I think like oh, cool. they got it. It was more like positive than they were expecting. Yeah. Um. And they, I've every other film festival that where it's been screened, it has been nothing but positive remarks. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, January, February is usually where when studios dump trash, just because it's not a high volume listen. month anyway. But yeah. uh, I think that they're like, oh, we can make more money off this if we if we push it back four months. So yeah, I respect that because it's going to get my I, money. I agree. They want it to be a better release. Plus, with everything going on with the new Omicron variant, the Delta variant still so, the mean, Omicron like, Percy I eight variant. Yeah. Hey, there it is. Hey, um, George knows. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know shit. So I'm just going to be clueless on that. But um, but yeah, we got two more weeks of this this month left we're going to do tokyo gore police and titsu iron man edition both are extremely wild graphic gory bloody now am i still going to be able to eat my snacks or should i eat before um, or after listen man i i'm a i'm a big fan of the gore um, i am too so i am gonna munch on my food while this is all going down um but if you may be squeamish and you've never seen these films tread lightly uh, because Tokyo Gore Police is renowned to be one of the most intense, goriest movies of all time. I'm excited um, because I'm it, it's just like it's gonna be like Dylan. If I can describe it to you in any other way, um, a Guar concert on acid. Um, that's what it's gonna be. Oh, cool. So, okay. if you're a fan of Guar and you've gone to Guar live shows, then you're gonna like this movie, right? Because that's kind of what it is. Um, but I don't have anything else to say about the whaling or the cure. Me either. Um, we have a lot of stuff planned for you guys. Um, we got some new merchandise in the works. Um, we got, um, another intro in the works that we're having one of our buddies work on for us. Um, and we got to plan some other conventions, um, cause that was a lot of fun. And what else? What else are we fucking doing? Uh, hanging out hanging out <laughs> yeah. watching movies snacks, snacks watching movies we're gonna start streaming on twitch again so check that out if you're not following us on twitch um i've been playing the new halo so, so good so good so, so good. good um i enjoyed what i played to sleep in the night you've enjoyed what you played so far dylan yeah i've been playing i've been playing guardians of the galaxy on ps5 and it is fucking great is it <laughs> I oh, am. So probably what I'm going to do is I'm going to stream Resident Evil Biohazard and Village because um, I want to play those games. I love playing those games, so I'm probably going to play through again um, and scream because Biohazard is spooky, ooky. I'll ask my oh, brother yeah. if I could borrow his Oculus so I could do Resident Evil 4 VR. You can do Resident Evil Biohazard VR, Ooh. dude. Do Biohazard yeah, because VR. Biohazard be- does have VR capabilities, and it is apparently fucking scary as shit yeah i bet 
Um, he's just thinking about it. So yeah, guys, um, if you are new to the show, hope you liked it. Hope that you uh, continue to listen to us. Tell your friends about us, um, guys. If you want to support the show, we did open up like a monthly donation type of thing through um, our streaming platform. So if you feel the need to help out and help us get shit and grow and cool beans, if not, we don't care. We're never gonna block access to our show for people who don't pay for it. It's not gonna be how we do things. Um, but you know, that helps us buy stickers and shirts and tickets to conventions. And we would, I would love to eventually get out of Florida and go to like um, some of the cooler haunt, uh, not haunts, but conventions well, that take place in like Georgia and California and all the States in between. So um, help us get rich so we can hang out with all of y'all all the time. I mean, you don't have to help us get rich, but help us go places. So I can smack Dylan's cheeks and call him a little baby boy. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, he do like can, that. Yeah. Um, but um, next week, like I said, stay tuned. It's gonna be it'll be Christmas week, um, so we'll probably record a little bit earlier and drop that episode just because everyone will probably be a little bit busier on like the twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Um, but other than that, guys, it's been another weird episode. Um, as always, I'm Mike. Pat's not here, so we're going to say Pat's name because he's having connection issues. I'm Dylan. I'm Jorge. All right, guys, stay weird.